Welcome to our Hakel podcast, episode 15 in the series Classic Take, where we will take a fundamental concept of Mashiach and delve further into it. I'd like to dedicate the Shir Lili Nishmas Mordechai Arim ben Yehuda. There is a issue which there is a very simple way of dealing with it, but it would be helpful to try to deal with it in a little bit of a deeper way, try to get familiar with more of the sources, which is some people make a mistake and they try to argue that when we, the obligation to await Mashiach, we know this, the Rambam writes that there is not only an obligation to believe in Mashiach, but there's an obligation to await Mashiach. Similarly, in the Animamin, in the Nusach of the Animamin, many communities say the 13 Animamins, which are based on the 13 principles of, pe- of prayer, they say it, uh, the 13 principles of faith, they say it after the daily prayers. And there's a famous line, Anin Mamin wait his coming every single day. There are those who question or contend that the obligation to wait in Mashiach doesn't mean there's an obligation to wait the Mashiach will come today. Rather, there is an obligation to wait Mashiach in general. Every single day we're supposed to wait that one day he will arrive. Now, the Rebbe spoke very strongly um negating this approach. The Rebbe used very simple arguments to counter it without getting too deep. But I just want to discuss it a little bit more in depth and to try to understand more. There's Obviously, there's a number of um, mindsets that play themsel- themselves out in these questions. So first of all, let's just deal with it from a very basic perspective. For thousands of years, the Jewish people have awaited Mashiach. The, we've prayed for Mashiach, we pray for Mashiach three times a day, if not more. In each prayer we pray for him in a number of brachas, a number of brachas of the Shemun Esra deal with the prayer for Mashiach. We've yearned for him, hoped for him. Anyone that is familiar with the um, Jewish history and with the way it's described how the Jewish people, particularly the righteous or even a simple Jew, years ago, yearned and hoped for Mashiach, this was something very palpable. It wasn't something that he was awaiting, he was thinking that one day Mashiach will come. It was something that was a very real hope and something which gave him strength in his hardest times, the belief that Mashiach could come any second and, you know, that this is something, a very realistic thing that will happen. So it's primarily... You know, I'm not uh, obviously the greatest uh, ex, you know, authority in this, but it seems that it's primarily over the last hundred years or so, when due to a number of reasons, primarily amongst them is that the severity of exile, on the one hand, has become much less, particularly over the past 70 or so years, when Jew, most Jewish people are, are living in America, and you know, we're not living in the ghettos anymore, and the burning necessity for Mashiach, so to say, has subsided to some degree, that most people, the, uh, the, you know, the yearning for Mashiach doesn't take on a real need, in a very, they don't feel the need in such a real way. So the burning desire for Mashiach has subsided to some degree. Another reason is, Yiridas Hadoiris, our spiritual sensitivity is less. Years ago, people were much more religiously in tuned when they would you know, be a day like Tisha B'Av, or when we, we would pray for Mashiach, would come Pesach, they would feel much more the yearning, the hope, they would connect much more with 
the Jewish history overall and the you know the heartbeat of the Jewish people throughout the centuries with the yearning and hope for Mashiach now when our spiritual sensitivities have somewhat subsided we don't feel it so strongly to a certain degree also it's the creation of the Jewish state has for some people so to say exchanged the belief in Mashiach has now become somewhat diluted or exchanged by uh, by the fact that there's a Jewish state and uh, there's another solution quote-unquote that some people feel came to save the Jewish people from exile which is a discussion which is not for now but there, there, there's various different reasons that can be explained from various different angles for various different types of groups of Jews of what caused this yearning for Mashiach that was felt in a much stronger way at least by the tzaddikim by many even average Jews is not so felt strongly today but just from a historical perspective, that's clear that this is how the Jewish people believed and felt the Mashiach was, for regular Jew, Mashiach was a real living option. It wasn't something, oh, he'll come maybe in 500 years from now. You know, this is, uh, the, you know, there's a story that I think Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld said that when he was in Yeshiva in Hungary, like, one kid was talking to another boy and they were discussing what they'll eat for the next day in lunch tomorrow. And he said, what do you mean tomorrow Mashiach will be here? Like, now, why are we making plans for the future? It was a very real option and idea by people that Mashiach could come and hopefully will come at any time. However, you know, there's this, there's a certain contention now and which the Rebbe interpreted to be as the uh, part of the hurdle that we have to overcome before the coming of Mashiach. You know, the Yetzir Hara tries to divert our attention from the fact that we're about to enter you know, the, you know, Mashiach is about to enter into our lives in a very real way, and he tries to push, divert our attention from Mashiach. So there's a lot of questions and things that come up. We really have to believe Mashiach could come, should come now, and so on and so forth. And the Rebbe basically said a very, I mean, the very basic, simple argument, without getting into all the deeper things, which we'll try to get in a little bit deeper in a moment, is that look at the Siddur. When we're davening in the Siddur, we're davening, by Shemayin Esrei, we say a numerous number of brachas are dedicated solely for the coming of Mashiach. And the terms that we use when we daven, we're not just davening to Hashem, asking Hashem to one day send Mashiach. We're davening to Hashem, we say, David We daven to Hashem that Hashem should speedily cause the, com- you know, the Tzamech David, the sprouting of David, your servant, which is the coming of Mashiach, which comes from David. We, were, we also speak about in the in the bracha of Yerushalayim, we are praying for the coming of the rebuilding of Yerushalayim and the establishment of the cheer of of David Hamalach, which refers to Mashiach in Yerushalayim. Again, that that should happen speedily. This is the wording we use in our prayers. There's also other prayers which we uh, which speak about other brachas in the Shemayin Esrei, which speak about Mashiach which also we're emphasizing the word Mehera. For example, the bracha, Ugaleinu Mehera Laman Shmecha, redeem us speedily for the sake of your name, which is a little bit of a discussion, which, whether this bracha is talking about the coming of Mashiach or other redemptions, but in Sacham Navkuf Yod Zayin, it's explained that it's speaking about the future redemption, we use the term Mehera. Other versions, other Nuschois of Shemayna Esrei, which is not the Chabad version, not the Rebbe's version, but in the bracha of Tkab B'Shoifer, it says 
Yachad gather us speedily from the four corners of the land, our land. And Hashiva Sheftenu speaks from Malaychaleinu Ata Hashem Levadcha that Hashem should rule upon us. There also some versions add the word Mehera speedily. The Baracha of Malshinim. We say Malchus Arisha Mehera Saaka, the wicked kingdom you should speedily uproot. Which all these Brachas essentially, in one form or another, are talking about Mashiach. And we all express, in all of them, we say the term Mehera speedily. And, um, if we actually look at the Shemaneser, when we talk about our daily needs for health, for Eino, or Parnasa, sustenance, Baruch Aleinu, we don't use the term Mehera. We don't say, Hashem, please heal the sick person speedily. When we don't say, Hashem, please give us sustenance speedily. It's when it comes to Mashiach, we mention speedily. And the Hassam Sefer explains in a number of places that Technically, there's no real, if, if, if the point of praying for Mashiach is just that, you know, Mashiach should come at some point, there will be no need for us to pray for it. If someone is sick, yeah, there's a need for us to pray for it for him, because who knows what's going to happen to him. But Mashiach, of course Mashiach will eventually come. Hashem promised he will come. What do we need to pray for it? So he says the point of our prayers for Mashiach is that Mashiach should come Mehera speedily. That's the whole purpose of our prayers. It's specifically, not just to pray for the coming of Mashiach, but that Mashiach should come speedily. I mean, the truth is just as a side point that numerous sources explain that even when the time for Mashiach has arrived, it's still important to pray for him. Just like when Eden left Mitzrayim, they had to pray to Hashem, even though the time already arrived. But either way, we see that the focus of our prayers is not so much the Mashiach should come, but he should come speedily. Now obviously, if someone would be honest and try to understand what he's doing when he's davening in front of Hashem, we're not just saying words because we were taught in kindergarten to daven to Debesh and to say these words, because our parents said these words. When a person is davening in front of Hashem, we're supposed to mean what we say, which means that when we're davening to Hashem, point of davening is, we know according to Allah, we are requesting our needs. It means that we have a need, we want Mashiach to come, Mehera speedily. That's what we're praying for. speedily in our days. And if that's what we're praying for, that means that's what we want. You know, just like you know, many people, they say, oh no, we're praying that Mashiach should eventually come. But the, the, the mindset is coming from the fact that because, unfortunately, we don't necessarily feel the need for Mashiach, so we think, you know, why am I doubting for Mashiach? I'm whatever, I'm doing some extra special mitzvah of trying to awaken a desire for something which is maybe not so real to me. So really, I don't, I don't feel the need for Mashiach. So I think I'm just praying that Mashiach should come at some point. You know, I just want to pray that maybe in Hashem's infinite kindness, maybe he'll speed it up a little bit, so I say Mehera speedily. But if we were daven for Mashiach, like we daven for someone that's sick, we daven for money that we need, when we're davening in those pl- uh, those brachas, it's clear that we're we need this to happen and we need it to happen now. If there's someone that's sick, you're not just davening to Hashem that one day Hashem should make him healthy. You want immediate change. It's self-understood. That's why you don't even say the word mehera speedily. It's self-understood that we're davening for Hashem to heal this person. So when it comes to Mashiach, from the fact that in the Siddur, we constantly stress that we're davening for Mashiach to come speedily means that this is something which is part of the belief and the hope for Mashiach is that he should come now. We're not just not lip service. It means that the Anshik Nasasagdela, the ones that wrote these prayers, they are writing and telling us that we're supposed to think and feel this way, that Mashiach is something which we want to come now. 
And obviously, this is a very basic argument, without getting too scholarly, into scholarly and the abstract discussion. What we see from the whole way the Siddur is written is that our yearning, our hope, our prayers, our, our, our request for Mashiach is that he should come now. So obviously the, the person should say, no, we're not meant to want Mashiach should come now. Well, if you really think we're not meant for Mashiach to come now, then we would have to erase these words from the Siddur. This is something which the Anshi Knesset Sagdala wrote and numerous times. And again, just about every prayer speaks about Mashiach. We emphasize again and again, we want it to happen speedily in our days. Our eyes should see when you return to Tzirin in mercy. We say in Kaddish, in our lifetime, we should merit to have the coming of Mashiach. This is a very simple, obvious point, which is, 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 is as simple as could be, but again, it just requires some recognition and honesty of, you know, because we don't necessarily feel the need for Mashiach, so we sometimes don't pay attention to what the words should mean and are meant to mean. And we think that, you know, we could start questioning, do we really, does Jewish Judaism expect us to want Mashiach to come right now? That's just from a very basic point that the Rebbe enumerated a number of times. And if we get a little bit, I mean, the scholarly discussion is uh, goes beyond the scope of the section, I, in my website, mashiachlinks.com, I have somebody who looks there, he'll find a certain section on anticipation and belief of Mashiach, where I discuss a lot of these sources in depth, which a person could visit there and see for himself. I, I'm not going to discuss it all right now. Uh, I just want to discuss a few sources, a few points. The Rambam, in, in his, uh, in his, speaks about Mashiach in a few places. He has his Pirusha Mishnais Laramam, his commentary on the Mishnah, and he also has his Mishnah Torah, his Yada Chazok, his you know his book on Halacha. In the Pirusha Mishnais, his commentary on the Mishnah, in, in uh, on his commentary to Sanhedrin chapter ten, Perekiyot, the Rambam has his famous introduction, where he speaks a lot about Mashiach, and he also outlines the thirteen principles of faith. And the Rambam wrote it in Arabic and was translated into Hebrew many years ago during the lifetime or after, close after the, after the Rambam passed away. And it was, once again, particularly in later generations, in modern times, it has been translated again a few times by, by Tamidei Chachamim that are expert both in Arabic and in the uh, and he, and Loshen HaKadosh, the Hebrew language. The Rambam there, according to some translations, he writes there about Mashiach, the 12th principle is the days of Mashiach, and the Rambam writes here the term that a person should believe that he will come. He should not think that Mashiach will be delayed. And he brings the verse, Im If Mashiach will prolong, you should await him. Now, according to this translation, it's very clear that the meaning is that one, not only is the Rambam is here defining the obligation to believe in Mashiach, and the Rambam says that the obligation to believe in Mashiach is not just that Mashiach will eventually come, but that a person should not think that he will be delayed. And he brings a verse that Im Yisma if he'll delay the Pasuk in Chavakah, chapter 2, verse 3, if Mashiach will delay, he'll take his time, he should await his coming. The Pasuk continues, which could be interpreted to mean you should await that he will come without delay. And 
based on this rendition of the Rambam's wording, of this translation, so there were a number of G'dayle Yisrael, at great sages, you have the Mabit Ramayusha Mitrani, who um, discusses the Rambam's Pirushamish, this Pirushamish nice of the Rambam is Sefer Beis Alakim Shara Yisrael, this Perek Nun, and he explains very simply, he says, why is it so important not to believe that Mashiach will be delayed? What does also mean that you should believe you shouldn't think Mashiach will be delayed. And he basically explains it to me, as obviously we don't know for a fact when Mashiach will come with absolute certainty, but it has to be clear to us that Mashiach could come at any time. If somebody says, no, I don't believe that it's possible for Mashiach to come within the next uh, 10 years. He could come maybe in 20 years from now, when I think that the Jewish people are ready, that's when he could come. If somebody thinks the Mashiach can't come within a close amount of time and he pushes his arrival until later, he doesn't think it's, it's even possible that he'll come now, then he says he really doesn't believe he'll come in the future either. If Mashiach is not realistic to come now, it's probably not realistic to come in the future either. You know, somebody used to once told me, you know, people ask sometimes a friend, a child to do something, they say, you know, I'll do it in five minutes. So he explained to me, he says, when the person is saying, I'll do it in five minutes, he's not trying to say, I'll do it in five minutes, he's trying to say, I don't want to do it now. Not now, five minutes really means not now. I think this is very applicable in this discussion as well. Sometimes people say, I believe in the coming of Mashiach. I just don't think he could come now. What is a person really saying? What he's saying is, I have a hard time accepting that his coming is realistic. So if I push it off to the future, it doesn't bother me so much. You know, the future, who knows what the future will hold. But if you come now, that means that it's it's really realistic. Like, if you come now, like it's as real as anything. So, no, 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 he can't come now. It doesn't make sense, he'll come now. But he's really saying is, I don't think his coming is realistic in the first place. So, if a person says, I don't believe Mashiach would come now, well, why not? You know, the, the Torah didn't give a set time. It's, it's any time is possible. It depends on the merits of the Jewish people. Yes, that's all true, but... We don't know how Debishter makes the merits, and there's a certain time he has to come, even if the Jewish people aren't meritorious. person says, I don't believe you could come now. It shows on a weakness of his belief in Mashiach. That's how Rav Moshe Mitrani explains these words of the Rambam. There is also the Heichel HaBracha, there's the, the Kamarner Rebbe, and it's Chumash Heichel HaBracha, Bereish Islam He also explains, he says that a person has to, just like a person is anticipating, he's talking there about, a watchman who was watching the city, making sure that no one is approaching to harm the city. So the person always has to anticipate, he always has to have this yearning that maybe now this is the time Mashiach will come. shouldn't just be he regulates something to the future. He has to believe this is the time that he could come. Now, to be accurate, there are other translations of this Pirisha Mishnai, said the Rambam, which interpret, translate the Rambam's words slightly differently, which is that, which, they, which means that we shouldn't think that a person should not think that Mashiach was delayed, meaning that since he didn't come until now, it means he won't come in the future anymore. So this is a, a different point that the Rambam is trying to bring out according to those translations, that the Rambam is, 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 is trying to say, a person should not say, no, I thought Mashiach will come 200 years ago. If he didn't come then, if I thought he would come a long time ago, since he didn't come for so long, he probably won't come anymore again. So it's a different understanding of the Rambam, a different thing that the Rambam is coming to say. But even according to those translations, first of all, it doesn't take away the explanations that the Doyle Yisrael, the Mabit, the Heichel and so on says, but also, furthermore, 
it's it's a separate point. It doesn't doesn't negate the other point. As the the Sefer Ikrim interprets the verse, Maimer Dalad and the Perik Memtes Sefer Ikrim writes that Imis Mamei Chaki like Yovei. The pasuk says if, if he will prolong, you should await his coming because he will come without delay. To mean that you should believe that he will come right away. Not just simple meaning is that even if he prolongs, you should say that he will definitely come eventually. He says that the meaning of the verse is not just that you believe he will come eventually. It means you will believe you should believe that he'll come without delay. So that is all regarding the wording of the Rambam and his Pirisha Mishnais. In the same Yada Chazaka, the Rambam writes the words, whoever doesn't believe in Mashiach or he doesn't anticipate his coming, he's denying the promise of the Torah regarding Mashiach. And a lot of discussion is, 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 is made regarding what does the Rambam mean, somebody doesn't anticipate his coming. The Munkat Sherebbe explains this, and this is also the way what the Chafetz Chaim seems to be saying, although it needs clarification. I see that in the Chafetz Chaim, but I explain it in MashiachLinks.com in the section dedicated to this subject. He explains what the Rambam is saying is sometimes a person believes in Mashiach, but he doesn't believe that he could come now. He says, he could come. I don't believe he's going to come within this generation. So he believes in Mashiach, but he doesn't anticipate his, his coming. He's not waiting his arrival. So such a person, the Rambam says, he's denying the coming of Mashiach because a person has to, part of believing in Mashiach is not just that I believe that one day he will arrive, but that I believe that he could come at any time. Uh, the reason why this is so crucial is because the belief in Mashiach is not just many people make a mistake and they think that the belief in the coming of Mashiach is like, a, you know, like, let's say you're told that one day you're, you're going to get, uh, you'll re- be retired and you're going to get a vacation home and whatever it is and everything will be good and wonderful. Okay, it's a nice thing that will happen in the future. It has nothing to do with me now. But it's not, belief in Mashiach is not about a good promise that will happen in the future. The core of the belief in Mashiach is the recognition that there's a lack that the world the way it is, is in a great darkness, that the Jewish people as they are are not able to serve Hashem properly. The belief in the coming of Mashiach is the belief that Hashem promised that He will take us out of exile. If a person feels that he's in exile, he feels the need for Mashiach, automatically he will feel and want and believe and hope that Mashiach will come now. So the belief in the coming of Mashiach, if we regulate it to the future, means that we don't feel the need of it. We think, yeah, it's a nice thing, why does it have to happen now? But if we understand what the belief in Mashiach really means, the belief in Mashiach is the recognition that we're in a big lack, we're in a big darkness. Mashiach is not just coming to give us the cream on top of the cake. Mashiach is coming to give us the beer necessities. The Jewish people shouldn't suffer, we should be able to do Torah mitzvahs. Most of the mitzvahs we can't do until Mashiach comes. The person has that, has that understanding, so then obviously he will hope, he will yearn, he will desire that Mashiach should come right now. Hashem should help, we should merit the coming of Mashiach right now. Amen. Classic Take is produced by Tudal's Podcast Productions, producers of The Daily Boost, The Weekly Fabrengen, Power Fabrengen, and Mashiach Mindset Audio. Available on all podcast platforms.